0: And made. S-A- where i'm based San Antonio, that's where i came from See me in the city, you some... spurs fans this is the spurs way podcast we've got three days can you wait three days i don't know if i'll make it but my excitement is killing me the preseason has been fun started out slow ended up with two wins the rockets game everybody knows how fun that was if you missed it Basically, you got to see some DeJounte Murray highlights, see why and how important it is to have him back on the lineup. Lonnie had a block on Harden. Derek had a block on Harden. So it's time to find out who is Harden's daddy. Now that Monty's retired, who's who's Harden's daddy? <laughs> a lot of people. I, I, th- I think it's going to be DeJounte, but we'll have to wait and see. So three days until the Spurs come back. You might be listening to it. Maybe it's two days if you're listening to it um, on a Monday. But today it's Sunday the 20th, and we're about to cover some of the preseason highlights, go over some matchups. Who's going to be in our 10 to 12 man rotation? You know, who's going to be in our starting lineup? We have some questions to fill. Um, Coach Pop has been experimenting, so we're going to break down some of the lineups we've been pushing and some ideas that Monty have for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, man, exciting times in San Antonio. It's like uh the early Christmas in October. It's uh should be fun. As you mentioned, DeJounte had a little coming out party to let everyone know this is what I I can do and what I will be doing. Uh he's got a little three point shoot or three point shot now. And that's, you know, very nice to see. LA has a three point shot now, Bryn. We know that dude can shoot. I I think the starting lineup to start with is gonna end up with Jakob in the lineup. But I think eventually, which is what we've been experimenting the last two games of the preseason, and it looked to be working. We had Trey Lyles in the starting lineup, and he seemed to space the floor out and had everyone right where they needed to be. And comment from Patty Mills saying, the biggest surprise of the offseason is how Trey Lyles has fit into the lineup. And his basketball IQ has seemed to fit in with what the Spurs are doing. And I think it's going to be fun.
0: That's very comforting to hear because, like, everyone knows about the marcus morris fiasco and the drama we had this offseason with marcus morris um and it sounds like the drama followed him into new york uh this wasn't what i was going to say but i might as well so there's supposedly marcus morris has been bitching at the coach about his minutes and i love seeing that to be honest i'm a little petty (laughs) i'm a little petty and and i i I love to hear that because i don't want that uh bad juju in our locker room but anyways like It does hurt seeing Trey Lyles in the starting lineup for me. Like I saw, we saw it last game against the Grizzlies. He was in the starting lineup. And it made me a little nervous. You know, it's like that could have been Marcus. That could have been a much more talented guy. But then you hear these quotes, and it's very comforting to hear from like Patty Mills and Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich saying like just he's a professional, I think was was his direct words. And Patty Mills obviously saying how he's fit in very well. And just come in here and immediately knew where he needed to be in his role. And so that feels good because, you know, maybe Marcus would have came in here and tried to bite off more than he could chew or bite off more than we wanted him to chew. And so having a Trey Lyles where he's not going to be doing too much, you know, he's going to get his like six, seven shots a game. He's going to be able to space the floor. Um, He's not going to be coming out of his lane to score buckets. And so I think I think it could be a good thing, but we'll have to just wait and see. For me, um, two big big takeaways from the preseason: Dejounte Murray and Derek White haven't played a minute on the floor together at the same time. And I know that was like a lot of people's projected starting lineups. And for me, I really I knew Bryn Forbes was going to be our starting shooting guard. You know, I I didn't think that Derek and Dejounte were going to come out start the season starting together. Uh, Bryn Forbes started the most games for his last season. He did great. He is now with Davis Bertans off the team, he's the clear best three-point shooter on our team. And with DeJounte and DeMar together in the lineup, you need a shooter. And Bryn Forbes is that guy on our team. So for me, um, DeJounte, Bryn Forbes, DeMar, and then that fourth spot is going to be interchangeable, but LaMarcus is going to be Um, the fifth. And so this was my two takeaways. DeJounte and Derek haven't played a minute together. And then the other one, Jakob Pirtle and LaMarcus Aldridge have been staggered uh, quite a bit, which is surprising because last season we went on a 15 game win streak with Jakob and LaMarcus, both in the starting lineup. And, uh, you know, I'll elaborate that in a second, but Monty's
1: trying to hop on this mic. No, nah, I mean, I, I agree. They, they You're staggering the guys. You, but I think eventually Derek and DeJounte will play together depending on uh, situational game, like in, in the type of game, what, what the situation is in the game. You know, if Derek and DeJounte are playing together and Russ and James are going off, you're going to need your two big guys on to stop them. Bryn might be having trouble on Russ, so you got to have to maybe sit him down and get Derek in there or vice versa. So what you said about Bryn being the best shooter on the team, I think Bryn will have – a breakout season. He's on a contract year. He's going to try to get paid. I don't know if we're going to pay him. I would like to pay him because I respect the hell out of this game. He fights. He might not be the biggest dude out there, but expect big things from brand this season.
0: He did bulk up. We were talking
1: about that. He's looking a little bigger on the four this year. and uh, Defensive-wise, that's going to help him. On the offensive end, that's going to help him as well. But going back to what you said about the four spot, uh, it could be a lot of players. It could be DeMar Carroll. It could be Rudy Gay. It could be L.A., it could be Jakob. We wish it was Davis. I mean, it really could be a lot of players. Uh, I'm going to go with it being, at the moment, Trey Lyles. Uh, We all want Rudy Gay out there, but I think Rudy Gay does a lot more off the bench and helps spacing-wise because there is only one basketball. And we have noticed that, you know, DeJounte can't score the ball now. So we might not need another shooter out there because he can shoot Derek Shooter as well, so I think personally, that four spot could either be Trey Lyles or bump La to the four and move Jakob to the five, as Colton said with our big win streak. Spacing though doesn't really help with Dejounte with that Jakob being on the floor. Colton mentioned earlier to me that he thinks that hey, too much in the lane with Dejounte being there and Jakob. So
0: yeah, like <clears throat> like I mentioned before, last season we ended the season. And our best winning percentage was with LaMarcus and Jakob on the floor together, uh, big man lineup in the small ball league. And I think that works. You know, I really like that. I thought that this season that was going to be more of the same. But Coach Pop threw the curveball at me in preseason and LaMarcus and Jakob really haven't shared the floor together a whole lot uh, in the preseason. And I think the reason for that is because of DeJounte. You know, DeJounte is back. This is our starting point guard. He plays a lot differently than Derek White. Derek White is this all-around point guard. Um, but De- DeJounte, he's known as a slasher. He did—he has shot well uh, in the preseason, and everyone's been talking about how he's been working on his shot. So I hope to continue to see that. But for with the body of work that we have, you know, and I think Pop knows best, you know, we see 48 minutes. And they don't play all 48 minutes. So we see what we see uh, live on these on these basketball games. But Coach Pop, Coach Timmy, um, Chip England, the shooting coach, like they're the ones that are in the practice facility day in, day out, eight hours a day look, uh, watching these guys. So they would know best, but from what I've seen, the reason why Jakob and Lamarcus aren't sharing the floor together as much is because DeJonte is known as a slasher, and he needs to get to the rim. And if you have Jakob, who can't shoot, um, and Lamarcus, who who can who can shoot, but he's one of his weaknesses that Zach and I have pointed out in past podcasts is he's really not the best catch and shoot player. He has to have the ball kind of off the ball um, player back to the basket, or if he faces you up, he'll do that little one one footed. High release. Um, it's not quite a fadeaway, but he tilts his, his back a little bit um, to get that high release, much like Demar's mid range. Both of them have like a similar jump shot um, in that way, but n- neither of them. It's like are catch and shoot shooters, and so having Jakob off the floor and having a player like Trey Lyles on or Rudy Gay, I think, will help Dejounte immensely because he'll be able to get to the cup and he'll be able to create for others, as well as DeMar. DeMar was our number one playmaker last season. So it'll help him out to being able to create for others because DeMar's most assists came off of catch and shoot jumpers. So he needs a Bryn Forbes on the floor, he needs a Trey Lyles, he needs a Rudy Gay, or a Marco Bellinelli, someone who can catch the ball and light it up.
1: Yep, I do not disagree there at all. And to add to your point, uh, we really don't need a second big man on the floor because DeJounte rebounds. DeJounte gets his ass in the paint, and he tries to get boards, and I think that'll help L.A. as well, or whoever the big man is on the floor. And plus, to add to that even more, what I've noticed in the preseason is that we're pick, we're pick and rolling teams to death. You know, we're resetting and running the pick and roll. If it it's not there the first time, run it again, run it again. And you really don't need two big men on the floor for that. You really need one big man who can pick and pop or roll the roll the hoop. And what we've seen this offseason or this preseason is LA has shooting that top of the key three pointer at a good rate. We don't need it at a 45% rate, but if he can keep teams honest, make them step out, make them show, then it helps DeJounte on the pick and roll game as well. And D- Jakob isn't the best shooter, I guess, in a pick and roll situation. So, I personally, I think it helps DeJounte again. And a lot of these things are to make DeJounte's life easier. He is the playmaker, he is the point guard. And you, starts with him and finishes with him majority of the time so that's a good role it's a good way to look at it I personally think the small ball lineup is where we're going to move to because we have perimeter defenders this year we don't have to worry about getting beat to the lane because we have DeJounte and we have Derek up top I mean like call me
0: old school I've never been a big fan of the small ball especially for the Spurs um but I agree like I think that is I mean it's 100 percent obvious that that's something we're moving to especially or at least have added to our Versatility, Demar has even played the four at times for us uh, this preseason, which still have, we have to find out what I, how I feel about that. But um, like you said, Dejounte can rebound. Dejounte brings a lot of length. Uh, he's now he was listed at six five, but he, with the NBA's new rule changes where they have to have the exact height, no shoes. DeJounte's down. Back down to six four, but he's so long, like his arms. Uh, don't know his wingspan off the top of my head, but he's longer than Derek, who is now six five, listed at six five, and so, and he can jump out the gym. We all, we've seen how he can rebound. Uh, besides Russell Westbrook, I would say Dejounte Murray is the best rebounding point guard in the league. So you're right, we don't need both big men on the floor, um, and that small ball lineup is definitely going to be something we experiment with. Something that another interesting takeaway from the preseason is Lonnie and Marco were battling for minutes. They like that's going to be an interesting thing for this beginning of the season is you know, is Marco going to get a lot of these like shooting guard minutes off the bench or is Lonnie? And I think that's going to be a lot of matchup based. And also, you know, if Bryn Forbes is hitting his threes, if our team as a whole are hitting their threes, we're not going to need Marco. Um, But if Our team isn't hitting any threes, and we're not spacing the floor well. Marco's a great asset to have off the bench. Like this is such a deep team, and one of the topics we wanted to have today was like who's going to be our ten man rotation. We're not going to have a ten man rotation. That's not how the Spurs do things. We're going to have a twelve man rotation, um, and Marco's going to be part of it as well as Lonnie. And so it's just going to be interesting to see like how where where those minutes go because that role off the bench, kind of like this. Uh, two and a half, not not quite third string, but like this two and a half string uh, shooting guard slash small forward. Like who's going to get those minutes? And so that's that's what I'm itching to see is uh, Marco and Lonnie, little friendly competition, battling it out, trying to earn that spot.
1: You know they always say iron sharpens iron, and you know it is good to have a little friendly competition. It's always nice for the uh, for the game. It does help the player improve. I personally think you got to give it maybe a month to kind of figure out what what Pops going to do with that. He's still trying to figure out what he's doing with it. And he only had 5 games really work with it in the off season or in the preseason. Uh and just like I have an example like Dwayne Dedman and Paul Gasol, it took Dedman about 3 weeks to take Paul Gasol's spot in the lineup. I'm not saying that Lonnie's going to take spot or that's going to be that quick, but I personally think that Lonnie will earn his minutes like he said in the in the offseason that he he doesn't expect minutes after his um, summer league performance. He wants to earn minutes. And that's the type of player he is. I, I love his tenacity and his mindset. Uh, and I really don't see it see him failing. You know, personally, it'll happen whether it's week one, week four, in December, in March. If it's due to an injury, Lonnie will take his chance and run with it. And and uh, that's what I'm super excited to see because we've seen him. Uh, we saw him against James Harden play. Fantastic defense, getting transition. His shot was a little off against Houston, but he played great. Uh, Super explosive against Memphis. We saw him have that big highlight dunk. Had, what, seven points in five minutes at one point. I mean, the guy is super explosive. and It's just where Pop can fit him into the lineup and get him minutes, get him playing time, get him shots, because that guy's ceiling is mad.
0: And another thing to note. We have one of the fastest backcourts in the league. We went from like this one of the smallest backcourts in the league with Bryn Forbes and Patty Mills as our starting backcourt last season. Uh, and then Derek White came in, obviously, and lifted that up a little bit, but we still had a small backcourt. Um, but now, you know, we all know how fast Patty Mills and how his perpetual motion, like just always moving, always running around. He's going to get us some easy buckets. Um, we know how fast he is. Well, Derek White – NBA 2K, yes, the video game listed Derek White as the second fast or fourth fastest third fastest. whatever top five fastest um, point guard in in the game. Well, guess what? Lonnie Walker, DeJounte Murray, Coach Pop said both of them he said this of both of them. They're the, some of the fastest players he's seen in the past like five years. So we got speed. We have defense. Look for these fast breaks. We One thing we kept saying last season before the DeJounte injury, look for the double day fast break. We got DeJounte, triple day, DeJounte, DeMar DeRozan. We got the triple days on the fast break. It's going to be fun to watch. And then now we have Lonnie in the mix. Now we have Derek in the mix. We got Patty out there. Bryn Forbes going to be able to spread the floor with those threes. We're going to have a lot of fast break threes. We're going to have a lot of fast break dunks. And that's one thing I think uh, we experimented with and why we were losing at the beginning of the season, preseason, is we kind of tried – it's like a new thing for us, you know. Um, one, One of my takes was we have a chance to come out at the beginning of the season hot because all these teams, like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rockets, they're all experimenting trying to find their chemistry. We have a similar team as we did last year, and so we have a chance to come out hot. I don't know if we will come out hot from what I've seen in the preseason we're a much different team than I thought. You know, DeJounte has kind of thrown me for a loop in a good way. Like, he's he's come and he has such a big role on our team now that we're like a completely different team. So it's going to take us a little bit to to get comfortable um, with that type of speed, of pace. Um, you know, we, we're, we're used to half-court offense here in San Antonio. I think we're going to have a little bit different. We're going to be scoring our buckets in a lot of different ways, and it's just going to take time to figure out what's the best way.
1: Yeah, it just goes back to me saying it's going to take a month, a month and a half, two months, to really kind of get things under control, know what's the best for us, know who's the best lineup, know which is the best defensive lineup. I mean, it's not going to be right away. We're not – this isn't a team from the the early 2000s where we had the same team come back, come back with Tony, Tim, and Monty. It's not – We don't have that luxury. And plus, even as Pop says, we could have brought anybody in, but DeJounte was our biggest pickup the whole offseason, just like getting a brand-new player. He's a completely different player than what he was in 2016, 2017. I mean, it's like literally a whole year of just shooting a basketball, and you're going to get better, of course.
0: And it kind of makes me sad that, like, we missed that. That's two years of basketball we missed and progression. Like, that was one thing I was so excited about for DeJounte is to watch him progress, see where he goes. We missed that. But the Spurs coaches didn't. And you can see that with all with how much um, responsibility they've given him. Like, you know, he has the ball quite a bit when he's on the floor. And so we may have missed it. We may have missed seeing DeJounte's progression, but the coaches didn't.
1: Yeah, it's, it's night and day, to be honest. I mean, it's been kind of – it's been really fun watching him in the preseason. Obviously, it's the preseason, but there were the haters before the season started saying, oh, you know – all these videos coming out on, on YouTube and on Instagram. Oh, it's, people aren't playing defense. He can't shoot in the real NBA game. Well, what happened, fellas? He's shooting NBA games, lighting people up. Should he pull one from three feet beyond the arc against Houston? No, no hesitation. Full of confidence. Just stroked it. Hey, And while we're talking about three-pointers and people shooting them, DeMar goes three for three on Friday. Lighting out threes uh, again, no all confidence, no hesitation, just rain. So, I mean, if they have that now, don't get me started on where we think we can go. And
0: it's it's not like they have to do that. And Demar no Demar knows he doesn't have to shoot those threes. Um, like he did it. He was he had a successful season last year without it, and just having that luxury, like if he's wide open and they're not respecting his jumper, like he can pull it um i mean he doesn't even have to shoot 30 percent, but even if he shoots just just around there like it's going to help our team a whole lot um and i think one of the main reasons why he doesn't shoot threes is he has a slow jumper you know he has he gets a lot of elevation and it's a high release but it's pretty slow so he needs a lot of space to be able to catch it load lock load and shoot um and that's one thing we've always been preaching is lamarcus aldridge like be able to pass out of the double teams and if he can and and that's what I've seen in the preseason legit like he's he's had he's had some great passes out of the double teams and that's like I can't tell you how happy I get when I see him get make a good pass out of the double team because that he draws so much attention that can just we can get we can get like eight points off of just LaMarcus doubles if he can just pass out of it correctly but you know every team gets injuries god forbid you know it happens to your best players but every team has injuries everybody has to deal with it and that's what i love about this spurs team is we're the deepest we've been since 2014. legit i mean hot take maybe but we're we're the deepest we've been since 2014. so this guard position you know if we if one of our guards goes down you know lonnie steps up Derek steps up you you know like we're just so deep and and so that makes me feel a lot more comfortable I think one of the biggest people, like if if Jakob Purtle gets hurt, I feel like that's going to hurt us a lot more because we're we're lacking in the big in the big department. Um, luckily, he's he's been durable for his career. Uh, same with Lamarcus. But uh, you know, one thing I really liked is having Derek off the bench. You know, a lot of people saw him as a starter. He started for us last season. had had a great uh, end of the year. Um, had like a an amazing thirty four point playoff game, and a lot of people had high expectations for him, especially after making Team USA to come in here and start for us and be a great starting guard. But him off the bench, you know, like I just feel like we're, we need to temper our expectations a little bit. You know, he's still he's still uh, young in his career. You um, so know, like his, it'll be his second season with big boy minutes, and him coming off the bench will allow him to just be the floor general that he is instead of having to play a backseat to DeJounte and DeMar Derek gets to have the ball in his hands and orchestrate our offense and do what he does best and be that all-around point guard that's just a thoroughbred and so that's what I'm excited to see is having Rudy and Derek um, Lonnie Patty Bellinelli like our our bench is so deep and it's going to be so awesome to watch when like if we're start, if our starters are struggling, our bench can get us back into the game.
1: Oh, totally agree. I think the bench is gonna be uh, very, uh, very exciting. They're gonna be just explosive. Gonna be have a lot going on and ball movements gonna be flying around, just as usual for a Spurs bench. But what I'm gonna get into right now, fellas and ladies, I'm gonna give you my top eight prediction. What it'll be, middle of April. Who's making the playoffs out of the West? Because the West is tough. But I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets, number one. Clippers, number two. Lakers at three. Houston at four. San Antonio at five. Blazers at six. Jazz at seven. And Golden State at eight. I think the Clay Thompson injury that, that, that... completely screws him over for a lot of part of the season. I personally don't even think he makes it back in February. And they have no defense. So, eight for them. That's your top eight for me. It could be, you can send in yours to us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yell at me if you want for putting the Spurs at five. Because I've seen people put them as high as up as two on Twitter. Get reckless, but that's my take.
0: Well, to find out mine, you may have to just wait till next week. Three days, ladies and gentlemen. It's the 210 Countdown City. Later. Mm
1: -hmm. Peace.